everyone, and welcome back to the RMTV Women's Podcast. This is episode 64. I got it right. Tom got it right. I actually checked before the podcast. You said 65 or 66. I said 65 or 66, so nice to know that someone keeps track of it. I kept track. Well, I had, it was a guess, but I had a it was a, it was an educated guess. Long. I'm going to start putting it in the in the description on all But you've got it on now. the agenda right now. I know, but I never put the agenda in the description, so I'm going to st- I've done it today. So I've already made the post, so it's fine. Yeah, I'm joined by Tom, by the way. Hello, everyone. Yeah, Amy's not here. Um, kick-off question this week Go on. comes from... You haven't written it down? Written it down? No, because I did the agenda before I asked for oh, the kick-off question. Okay. So on. I'm just reading it off my phone. Um, comes from some fella called Ross. Yeah. It's a shit name, then, actually. It's yeah. a really, sorry for swearing on the on TV Women's Podcast. It's like, Ross is probably the worst Friends character, if I was yeah. going to rank them, so, like... Needy, clingy. Yeah. Always wants the attention. Uh, Ross is mixing the show. <laughs> Ross Thank is mixing the show today. Thank you. Um, he's, actually, <laughs> <laughs> he's actually asked us two questions. So the first one is, how significant will the Derby at Anfield be for Liverpool going forward? Is it something which could happen again in the future? And would it be beneficial if they played near Anfield? Also, would you rather have all sweet food taste savoury or all savoury food taste sweet? Well, I'm going to go with the second question first okay, because we've been asking each other these types of questions we all have. week and day and every time we see each other. That's a tough one, that, Ross. Thank you for, the, thank you for that. It really gets the brain working ahead of the podcast. It's hard because imagine speaking. having a sweet roast. <laughs> I love the way that's like the first that's the first thing that's put in your head is a roast well I had a roast the other day and I, I really enjoyed it and if it was sweet you wouldn't like have enjoyed tangy, it I wouldn't have had it like imagine a, a, a Yorkshire pudding that in was sugar. sour you know what I mean like covered in sugar or imagine a lollipop that tasted like gravy <laughs> well I didn't quite think of it like that well that's sweet and savoury they're two different types but of food but they weren't the images that I pictured in my head what did you picture I didn't it wouldn't directly taste like gravy though no yeah why would it not taste like gravy if what would you rather all your food taste like gravy or all your food taste yeah, like gravy? Yeah, so it doesn't make sense because you're, you're basically implying that sweet food's going to taste like gravy. Well, I'd rather things tasted like gravy than Yorkshire puddings. Y- They're both savoury things. I know, but uh, you're not mic'd up, Ross, so I'm, I feel like I'm talking to myself. This <laughs> <laughs> um, was like each week when I look at you and you're just like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've stopped making myself up now because... Don't like you. Yeah, you're better than me. Mm. Anyway. I'm the B team. Um, I, I would rather have... Sweet stuff tastes savoury. Yeah, that's my answer as well. Because yeah. I feel like if everything just constantly tasted sweet, you yeah. just you just feel sick yeah. all the time. Yeah, exactly. Because like think about think about the food you eat in the day. If everything was sweet, then uh, you just yeah you just wouldn't enjoy it uh, really. You enjoy it for the first like imagine the first thing you you taste in the morning is like proper sweet. Well, you could have pancakes. You could have trips. Yeah, but like. Imagine it's like six o'clock in the morning. Like I wouldn't have a pancake. No, no, hundred percent. And then the other question, which was, would it be beneficial for yeah. Liverpool to? Well, is it going to be beneficial in the long run? Um, I think so. I think just in in terms of um, getting it out there to a wider audience, people know yeah. that women's football is a thing. Mm-hmm. But the way that they're doing it's really spot on. Now we're going to speak more in depth about it later. Yeah. But I think the way they're doing it's really good in terms of it, it's a day out, isn't it? It's a, it's something for, for, for kids to enjoy. Yeah. And if you're getting kids involved in an, at an early stage and being like, look, this is a thing, that to especially to little girls, this is what you can aspire to be doing, I think it's fantastic. Yeah, and I think in terms of would it happen again, obviously it depends on what you know, how how this one goes, yeah. type of attendance, stuff like that, what, what the club actually... Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewellery from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. 
Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. It itself gets out of it. It's probably going to be the main thing on their mind. But like, considering it's happening on a weekend where there's international football for yep. the men, easy access for people to get to local fans to get to Anfield, easy access for people who have never been to Anfield before, yeah. can't get a ticket to the men's game because they're in so high demand. You can have the first taste of Anfield, whether or not they enjoy women's football. Or, and then, But then if, they, if they've never watched a game before, going to Anfield the first time to experience it probably yeah. couldn't get any better. Yeah, 100%. I mean, it, I remember the first game I went to at Anfield was a Youth Cup game. I think oh, it was okay. a semi-final and we won. And I didn't, I didn't know what was going on. There were players on the pitch where I'm red and I supported them. I was too young to know what was going on, but I enjoyed the day. Mm. I think um, I was. T- <laughs> if I can remember, I think I was. I think I was about six or seven, and and it was a day for my dad to take me out with yeah. my uncle yeah. and my auntie, and just went right there. We go. Let's let's have a let's have a nice day out. Show yeah. them the footy, and I don't think that's what sparked me liking football, but it definitely gave me a taste yeah. of what going to a game's like. Because sometimes you go to a game of football, and I, I, I found when I go to a women's game, it's a lot nicer in the stands. Yeah. When I'm in the stands now, and there's little kids by me, I feel sorry for them, <laughs> because I am I'm, I'm bad in the stands, um, and I, I, I say things that little kids probably shouldn't hear, and I feel terrible about it. That doesn't usually happen in a women's game. We saw that happen at Man United the other week, but yeah, I think in terms of having a nice atmosphere for yeah. kids to go to, I think it's boss. Yeah, and then obviously... With like people being able to get easier access to Anfield, obviously we play at Prenton Park, and I feel like I'm moaning about it every week now. I'm not moaning because like it's you just I am moaning, but like it could be worse for us. We could be like Everton have to Everton fans have to go to Southport. Like that's not that's not Liverpool. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Be from Southport. <laughs> Sorry, Ross. <laughs> <laughs> he just gets up and walks. It's out. two digs already. He's, he's doing us a big favour here. But yeah, I think obviously depending on it's going to be beneficial either way. Yeah. It is going to get more people interested, and then obviously depending on how how the day goes, what type of what happens, you know, it's that's when you'll know for in the future if it if it will happen yeah, again. Hundred um, percent. We'll move on to the game at the weekend then. Sorry, part of the reason I asked is because the youth teams play Kirby. Yeah, they do. So Ross just said the youth teams play Kirby. Yeah. So that's why I asked. Okay. So I'm just you, we definitely can't hear you. So I'm just saying. Well, it's true. Yeah. It's the whole debate of like what they're doing with Melwood after they moved after the first team moved to Kirby because it's like well you've got a perfectly good facility there that the women cut the women and like and then anyone else can use or you know. Do they not want to be their own thing though? And 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 in terms of yes, you want to use Liverpool's infrastructure because it's massive. It's a worldwide mm. club, and they obviously get the funding from 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 the. The club, I'm, I'm assuming, yeah. or, or, or partial funding mm. from the club. Um, do they not want to eventually be their own independent thing? And I know that they're under the brand name Liverpool and, and, and stuff like that, and there's a certain aura that goes with that. But surely, end game for you is end game with women's football for you completely different teams, and it's becoming its own, its own thing in its own right. No, the end, for me personally, the end game of women's football is. So, if you look at the men's game on a global level, a media level, participation, right up from grassroots up until first teams, mm-hmm. that's what I want. In terms of like, so I would I would absolutely love for the women to have Melwood as their facility because so you still want to connect it with Liverpool. You still want to connect with Liverpool because in order to keep the brand and of okay. stuff up, you you want that. And like, what are they going to change the name to? Yeah, do you know what I mean? All yeah. that type, all that type of stuff. I I don't think they'd ever split from the club like that. I think they'd be silly not to because there's definitely a market there. So yeah. I don't I don't see the reason why they would do it. But like you know, women's football was big bef- before men's football. Yeah, it was yeah. It was, and then the and then and they got banned because men said because so. men were like, oh, it's not a feminine sport. Which is, and then all of a sudden, yeah. you know, the FA bring it back, and it's like, think of what you've missed in that in that gap. Yeah, where women's football could be now, 100%. it could be on the same scale as men's football. I think it, it, yeah, it might even it could have even been bigger. Yeah, well, I mean, may, maybe not because it, 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 
But I, I, I fully but you don't know if you, men's yeah. football could have hit the heights that it did yeah. if women were at the prime. Yeah, w- well, w- might, with a f- with a vocal point of the sport. There could have even been a crossover. There could yeah. have been women and men playing football. But together. it's it's like you look at that'd be really interesting. You can actually. imagine the first time a, a, a woman will manage a men's team because it is going to happen. Oh, it will happen. It won't happen anytime soon, but it will eventually happen. Well, I think it's happened, just not at top. Not flight. not in like top yeah. flight level level. Yeah, exactly. But like, imagine for example. In twenty years' time, whoever the manager of Liverpool is, contract ends, they leave, whatever, and they go, "Oh, here's this woman who's been involved in football for twenty five years, but this is her first professional job." Well, think about it. If you've learned, the only reason most managers are that good is because they've learned mm-hmm. through the through the years. And think about, I think it was Rogers and and um, um, Matt Martinez mm-hmm. who learned under Jose Mourinho. Yeah. And and that's why they're so like they've learned through from so many people. If you think about the the players who've become managers, because they've learned through so many yeah. great managers. All it takes is a woman to learn the exact same stuff, get given the exact same opportunities. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt in my mind they'll be just as good as as any other as any other male counterpart. Well, yeah, it, it's for example, if you're going to take Vicky Jepsen, Jurgen Klopp, imagine them working alongside each other on a daily basis. They've they've def- they've, so they've met they've met before. They, they know each other, they know of each other, but they've never probably worked together before. Imagine if you if you put them side by side. How what Klopp could learn off Jepsen and what also Jepsen could learn off Klopp. Do you know what I mean? You you don't know where yeah. where the sport could be, but I think the ultimate end game for women's football has got to be. It's just it's just you talk about you go on about like equal equal pay and all stuff like that. Yeah, that's sort of it. But ultimately, it's just the same attention. Yeah, yeah. On it as it, the men's it, game. So so basically, to the same level, we were speaking about tennis before, in terms of that where. There's a there's a there's an audience there for mm. women's tennis that is pretty much does the exact same. It's a crossover because they realise it's the height of women's yeah. tennis sport, and if that makes sense. Well, I wanted to be at oh, Super Sunday this week. Uh, Liverpool women played Chelsea women. Mm-hmm. Then straight after Man City played Man United. Yeah. I want that to be the norm. Yeah, yeah. I think I think in the future it probably will be. It will be. I think it's just about people taking the rose colour glasses off. That's all yeah. it is. You're right. It is just perception and yeah. and. Uh, as long as you keep doing your thing, doing this stuff, I think it'll get I'll there. host it. I think you do, do a great job I'll be like, that um, what's his name, Jake Humphreys on BT? Yeah, Sue Parker, is, is that her name? She does the snooker. Oh, I don't watch snooker. It's good. No. We should do a snooker podcast. <laughs> it should be you talking at me. Yeah, me and, me and, me and Simon. <laughs> Ross, I think Ross would jump off a cliff if we did a, super, a snooker podcast. Snooker's great. I mean, we'll move on, but snooker's great. Leave in the comments... No, if someone comments here saying, oh, I'd love a snooker podcast, you're doing that on your own. Hannah, say how much you love the snooker, please. Hannah, don't. Um, okay, so we're talking about Liverpool played Aston Villa at the uh, weekend in the Continental Cup. Not on TV again, not on, not on TV again, and not on the FA Player app But we either. did watch the goals. We did watch the two goals. And we've kind of, we've, we've figured out what happened by what by looking at the Twitter yeah. and seeing different like time codes from each side because... <laughs> They both are obviously biased towards their own team. Yeah, yeah. But I think, I mean, yeah, I'll let you lead, actually. Sorry. Well, there's no disrespect to Villarreal, but we should be beating them. Yeah. As the as the top flight team, as the superior, I suppose, yeah. you should be going into that game and winning it. Um, but then, ultimately, the way we've played this season, I'm also not surprised, and it, re- it really hurts me to say that, but like I'm not sitting here shocked that that we have got beat, if, if you know what I mean. I mean, and that sounds really harsh. It does, but I mean, you you're saying facts. We haven't. You, we we've won. We've won one game, like you said there. Won one game this season in the in the cup. In the cup, yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Coventry got battered there, um, and there were some really good displays that day. But look, if you ultimately can't consistently score goals. And I know we, we came close, obviously there was an offside, yeah. treatment kick. And, treatment and, kick got one disallowed. Yeah, and then and then Christian Money comes close to a free kick. Mm. But you need to be putting them away. You're a top flight team. You've got good we were talking about this yeah. before. There are good players in that team. Yeah. There are good players in that team. And I, I wonder if it's a, a lack of confidence or or what. But like I mean, to be honest, the two goals that were conceded, the defending was shocking. 
and and yeah. I, I don't know whether maybe that's just a phase of play where they got caught out again. We're looking at clips from Aston Villa's Twitter. So they we weren't can't the best. See the context. They weren't the best quality either. To be fair, you can't see the context. I but don't yeah. know why the why why Becky Jane's so out of position. I don't know why Nifahi's so pushed up there. Because you don't but, exactly because we don't know. Are we on the attack? Yeah. Have we had a corner? Like yeah. you don't know in the builder to the second one. Yeah. Um, we don't know the context of it, but Becky Jane's out of position. All of the cent- Bradley Hawkins out of position. Yeah, she's all well, she's in the far pit. Well, far he's the furthest one back. Yeah, she goes to make the tackle, misjudges it, ends up actually passing it on. Yeah, for for the, the forward gone. to go forward. And then the keeper should do better. Keeper, I, mean, could, I think the keeper come thinking about it. Maybe the keepers, the keeper comes off a line ultimately because there's no other defenders there. So she's thinking, I'm just gonna have to put it off. Well, there's one defender, but they're tracking them. They're, but the behind, the behind, aren't they? Far, he's still behind her. No, there's another, there's another one. Uh, so the player's running, but she's marking the right winger. Uh, or she's making sure the ball doesn't uh, go there. Yeah. So she's waiting for Christy Muddy's running back, and I think I think it's Fahey running back as well, maybe, yeah. trying to get back in position and make a tackle. So she can't but, come across to yeah. put it off because she's got to keep an eye on the other yeah. one. So the keepers come out to probably just put the forward under pressure and to be like, oh, whatever. And in the end, the forward just ends up lifting the ball over the keeper. Yeah. Like, the keeper gets a touch. But they're both good goals, to be fair, but again, in the, in the build-up to the first one, there's, there's an opportunity there. It bobbles around. Get rid of it. Just get rid of it. Yeah. And and I mean, look, I'm not I'm nowhere near the level of these girls, and that's and that's the problem. I don't want people to think, oh, he thinks he, he's better than them. I know I'm not. I do the exact same thing, but that's the problem. Yeah. I do the exact same thing when when the and, and and I'm sure you gave them nine times out of ten. We'll just get rid of it. Nifahi will just make the tackle and put it out of play, and yeah. everyone gets shifts back into position. So I don't want to be too harsh, but look, watching it, and yes, it is without context, it's bad defending and it's getting yeah. punished every time. I think I think our ultimate problem is lack of consistency, but just lack of goals. Yeah. Like, you, like if your defence is performing well, your forwards make up for it by, by scoring those, mm-hmm. those important goals. And there's so many times last season where we did get, you know, last-minute last, last winners because the players are given 100% for the full 90 minutes. Yeah. And they're doing that now. You know, there's there's no player who can say this season has been, oh, she's been terrible or she's not doing enough. Yeah. It's just we just we're just not scoring, and I I don't know why. Is that a confidence thing? Do you reckon? Maybe I, d- I don't think we just it... haven't got off the mark completely yet, and and obviously bottom of the bottom of the WSL, yeah. and and so I think we we played five, won none, drawn one, um, lost four. and lost four. We've scored one goal in the WSL. And, it was, pen- and it was a penalty as well. I mean, I, th- I think, especially in the WSL, you get one in open play, break your duck yeah. that way. Because like I said before, the players are good. You got to, you were saying some great up-and-coming talent, and that's what it is. It, it, it is really good talent. And, and I think once, maybe just lacking a bit of confidence. and, and yeah. I don't know. I think I think confidence isn't, is an issue because, you know, I think anyone... In the position that they were now, you know, four defeats, not winning a game, you're gonna be lacking in confidence. I think it makes me worry because looking at our fixtures coming up, obviously we've got Everton. Mm -hmm. We then we play someone else, and I think we have Chelsea and Arsenal, or Chelsea and City after each other, and then we have Arsenal in January as well. We're playing the the top three, four teams Mm -hmm. in the next month or so. It doesn't it doesn't look good for us, and you know. No disrespect to the teams that have already played, but Birmingham we should have won. Bristol we should arguably arguably should have won. Reading we could have won. Yeah. Spurs we could have won. Yeah. We could have won all of our games, but we just we just haven't, and that's simply because the ball isn't going in the back of the net. Yeah. But then I don't know how you fix that because it's not like we're not creating chances because we are. Yeah, I mean, you just need you just need. I mean, like Sweetman Kirk got loads of goals last. If season. she if she gets a goal. She'll be off. She's mark. sorted. She just needs that one goal. But then it's it's the thing of like me and Chris spoke about it on the uh, Coventry build up. We said, Do you play her? Don't you play her? And if you don't play her, she doesn't get the goal and it, you're just gonna continue in the same cycle. But mm. if you do play her, she could get a goal and kick on a season. But then also if you do play her and she doesn't score, it adds to what would have happened if say Kirsty Lynn came up? 
was played that game. Yeah. She could have scored two. She scored a hat trick in that five one win over yeah. Coventry, but then didn't start the next game. I think I, I, honestly, I think you speak about these hard games coming up. Mm. I think I remember watching um, against Man City last season, and we were unlucky to to, to not get a result yeah. in that in that game. We worked so hard. Yeah. We worked so hard, and like I say, but for a, a free kick at the end of the game. I like conceding off a set yeah. pieces, so I went to that one. I know, and it, it was tough to take, but the amount of effort we put in, you could see there is something there, and 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 the, the performance on the pitch was 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 good, yeah. and I think that's something that you can take. Obviously, that is last season, but as long as everyone puts in the effort and stays compact and 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 works, you wouldn't be happy with three draws out of Chelsea, no. Arsenal, and um, the other one. Sorry. What's the other one? Uh, City. City, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it's been a long day. But uh, you won't be you won't be asked about that. You'd be like, no. okay, and we can move on. Then mm. it's it's the other ones that you should be beating. Obviously, the likes of Brighton, the likes of Bristol, the likes of Birmingham. So Birmingham are on three points. Bristol and Brighton are on two. Yeah. And Bristol and Brighton have can have got a worse goal difference yeah. than us. So it's nowhere near over. You know what I mean? There's no, so many more games not. to go, and that's something that the girls need to take take uh, moving forward. Is look is going look. Yes, we've had a poor start to the season. There is still so much time to kick on. The way that we're, we're playing is working in some instances. We need to be better in this phase of play, in this phase of play when we're doing this. But by no means is it over, and I think you can take a lot of heart in that. There are teams that are doing worse than we are, yeah. and and look, you've got to you've got to now aim to to push on. And, and, and try and get as high as you can in the yeah. table. I remember last season you and Amy were saying that you wanted to push on from from mid table. Well we both I think we both said fifth and sixth yeah. in our predictions video earlier on. Yeah. But I think that's why the the derby next weekend's so important, not just for exposure of, you know, getting more fans and uh, playing at Anfield and all all the palaver around it, it's more important that you come away with a result and a good team yeah. performance. Would you be happy with a draw there? I probably would, a you know. A score draw, not a nil-nil, like a 1-1, one, 2-2. One, two, two. I probably would, you know, because... Everton are doing well. Everton are doing really well this season. They're a really good side. Well, nine, nine points, play five, one, three. They're, they're going to want to come to Anfield and win. 100%. But like we've got to go with the same mentality. Because if we don't win that game or get something from it, then I, th- I think that just that just carries on into the next few games. Yeah. You're then facing Chelsea City Arsenal, like I said, and you, you, you're just going to think, oh, we're going to get battered yeah. here. Before you even get on the pitch, you're going to think this isn't going to go well. Yeah. But that, I think that's a good thing, though, in terms of that there is, there is now an opportunity. You get a result against Everton, bang, there's your kickstart. Mm. And 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 in that quarter of Anfield, it, like it's going to be a big game. at Anfield in probably the biggest crowds in out of Liverpool women's game for a long yeah, time. Vicky Jefferson's going to be telling them, telling the girls that as well. Go and look. It's, it's a, it's not, it's not even a case of like, oh, it's okay if you draw. It's a must-win game. Yeah, you've got to win. I personally, I'd take a point now. That's because of you know the spectacle and stuff like that. I don't yeah. want to get beat, but it is a must-win game. Yeah. At the end of the day, you've got to win that in order for. The team's game gain confidence. I'm not talking about like a four 0 win. No, a two no. one win will absolutely do me fine. A one 0 win. One 0 with a goal from open play. But I think I think we can see it. I do. Yeah, yeah. Well, like I say, Everton, Everton are doing Everton well. Are really good. But uh, I'm I'm looking forward to that game. To be yeah. honest, I'm looking forward to to see what type of performance the girls can put out there because, like I say, it is a massive opportunity to 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 push on. And then the way you're talking about saying, oh. Uh, we don't want to go into these games thinking, oh, we're going to get beat. I think you beat Everton, and then you can just you can go on. You can go, no, we can do this. All right, maybe we won't get a result against Arsenal, oh, but we'll try against. Okay, yeah. well, and we'll try again, and we'll try yeah. again because we've done it before yeah. this season. It's that first win in the yeah. league that we need. Uh, obviously, we've got it in the cup, but it's coming up against opposition that's better than you yeah. and beating them is what you we need, need to you do. You need it now. Well, if you haven't already thought about going to Anfield, while I've got your attention. Um, adults and over 65 so only a fiver to yep. get in five quid as Jürgen said five quid um, it was very much a script though uh, he definitely was reading off a monitor like, but he, <laughs> you know, he was saying it with passion he was yeah, yeah. Um, juniors which is 16 and unders going free that's good and I'm sure if you buy one adult ticket you can get up to like three juniors in 
with you. Oh, really? Yeah, I think it's like a three to one ratio type thing. Ross has put yeah. the thumbs up, that's right. Oh, he's got his ticket, there that's why. Think- Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. That, that's spot on the way they're, they're pushing that like I was saying before yeah um, and then if you've got season ticket holders and members you can gain admission free of charge but you still have to go on go on the website and secure a ticket but you just you don't have to pay for it um, there's still tickets on general sale so head over there get them if, if you want to go I think it's just a nice like we said before Take the football out of it, which is obviously ultimately the, the biggest bit. But it's a nice, it's a nice day out. You can experience Anfield if you've never yeah. done it before. Take the kids, just a nice little trip out. Um, and it's also part of Women's Football Weekend, mm-hmm. so Spurs host. I'm gonna say Arsenal. Okay. I think it's Arsenal. So they the North London derby. Yeah. Um, at at the Tottenham Stadium. Oh really? Yeah. So like, it's a big weekend for women's football. So like. Which, on one hand, is really good, yeah. but then also I'm thinking, how is that going to affect our game? Why? In terms of like people watching it, not at Anfield on like on like the FA player or I don't know if it's televised or whatever. I mean, if you're asked about Liverpool, you're watching Liverpool. Exactly, in but then opinion. if you're just a fan of women's football in general, you're gonna you're probably gonna think. Oh, you're gonna oh. watch the other one. But you probably think oh, Arsenal last last season champions, Spurs just got promoted first time they face each other. But you know, I'll be watching Liverpool. The more me. women's football, the better. Um, we'll, me and Amy will do a proper build-up video yeah. to the Everton game next week. Um, so keep an eye out for that. Uh, Amy is also going to Wembley on England Saturday. Versus England versus Germany. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, I can't go, and I'm really sad about it. So this is going to be a really quick. Well, she's so she's thing. going down. She's got press. She's got press. She's going to do a vlog. I'm not sure what type of content she's going to get afterwards. Obviously, depending on what happens there hopefully she definitely gets a a, she'll definitely be in the mixer and she'll get some form of player interview I reckon Um, and then um, even if she just piggybacks on the other one literally literally just film every other one literally or you go up you get a bit of audio She'll, she'll, just she'll something. Do something. She'll get something. She knows what she's doing. So keep an eye out for that Um, if I I can I will give my thoughts on the game but I don't know where I am to be honest you're either in Blackpool or Or, or yeah I'll be in t- I'll be drunk either way. I think. Yeah, that's but, fair. You know. um, news then. In graphic here. I feel like I should do a version of that. You know. Why? While I'm sick. Just, just. News, 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 news. Yeah, but I can't go that high, so it'll just be. Go on. No, I don't know. Just be news. Here's the news. Ugh. Ross got the shivers then. Um, <laughs> I think the biggest. The biggest news in women's football this this that has come out this week is that Australia women's national team have secured equal pay. Ooh. First women's team to do it. Yeah. Well done. Very happy about that. Do you that. want to speak about the finer details of said said pay? I will speak about finer details. Um, so obviously it means that they'll get paid the same as their male counterparts. Yeah. Um, they will also reportedly share commercial revenue and prize money evenly. 
Um, the deal is agreed in principle, and now it only requires legal ratification. But I'm pretty sure if they pull out now, I'll be uproar. They'll be absolutely uproar. Yeah. Um, it's interesting looking at the stats in bet- between the two teams. Australia women ranked eighth in the world. Yeah. Australian men ranked forty fourth yeah. in the world. Um, women used to earn six six percent of what the men did, which is like you know. I don't know. I don't know what they earn, so I don't know how much. So that that's sixty six pounds if the men earn a hundred. Okay, thank you. Simple math. <laughs> well, Sorry. Yeah. Whatever. No, I think I I think this is boss. By the way, um, yeah. I I I think look, at the end of the day, it's hard with some teams to be able to do that because yeah. the men are so good. Like, but then the French men's team and the French women's team are both amazing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and there's comparisons there in terms mm-hmm. of like the French women's team are unbe- like really, really top level. Um I like I like the fact that like Australian women ranked eighth in the world and the men are ranked lower. That's something you can hold over them and just it be is, like, yeah. Hey, hey, look, we're better than you. Yeah. You know and what I mean? I, I looked at the both teams' performances in the last like two World Cups. So obviously this year's World Cup for the women, Australia got knocked out in the round of 16 mm-hmm. by Norway on penalties. Um, they were quite unlucky there, to be honest. Sam Kerr scars, scars is, and I think another player misses as well. Nice. Um, but in the 2015 one, they actually reached the quarterfinals, got beat 1-0 by Japan in the okay. 87th minute, so they were unlucky there again. Yeah. And in the 2011 World Cup, they reached the quarterfinals there as well. Fair enough. So they've done quite well in all the tournaments, but the men in the last two World Cups have left at the group stages. Yeah. So ultimately, the, the women have done better in terms of like competition-wise, but then I also don't know what it's like on the commercial side of things. Like, Do the men in you know get more attention on the commercial side things. It's weird though because if you're getting further in a, in a in a massive competition, ultimately you're the better team. Yeah, but but even but even, I think in terms of, you know when when people get excited about England when they get through the groups. Yeah. You know, and, and a lot of people don't care until they get to the semis or mm-hmm. the quarters, and then more people come in and more people care like the England women yeah. in, in the last World Cup. And I think if the Australian women are keep doing that and keep putting their putting their Faces out there and going, look, we're one of the best. Yeah. While the men are just, I don't care about the England, uh, the uh, Australian men. No. Like I'm trying to think, um, Tim Cahill. Uh, yeah, but does he even play for them That's anymore? That's what I mean, exactly. Um, so I think the the fair you get in these competitions is a massive thing in terms yeah. of commercial stuff because yeah. people, uh, again, like you get to the you get to the the finals of 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 competitions in like the olympics mm. things that i don't care about and then you hear oh england are doing well in this yeah. you're like oh and then you pay attention yeah. to it yeah. so it's it putting it into people's people's minds more than the australian men will be yeah um i don't know well uh, there hasn't been any really much negative thought about it all the all the reaction to it seems to be positive which is nice well, yeah it's equal pay equal, that's, equal like, play equal pay there you go then nice is that yours or did, no that's did just that, that no that's just something that everyone says i think no. but <laughs> it's it's interesting because obviously the usa women are, also are in this equal pay dispute at the minute yeah. with us soccer and it's like i was thinking to myself well how does how will that benefit them do you think how, how do you think Australia women getting equal pay will benefit USA women? Because ultimately USA women have been back-to-back World Cups, yeah. bringing so much revenue, are like really out there in the spotlight. And I could like I can name Christian Pulisic as a as a men's player for USA. I couldn't yeah. name anyone else. Yeah, no, I, I I agree with that. I think I think it'll massively help them yeah. because you've got a uh, you could name quite a few American. Women women's players players you know yeah. what I mean uh, I can name <laughs> what were you trying to say then no no I was trying to, I was, and then I realised I, I, I can't sorry I just don't care about international football but they have yeah. been in the spotlight you're right and, and, and in terms of they're the best women's team out well, there they, they were s- fantastic like they were the first team that I watched yeah. properly because in, in the first game in the World Cup yeah. when these are like very, very 13 good footballers. Like I know they play Thailand, but still. But it was the way that they, it was the brand of football mm. on, and it was the way that they, the the speed of football, and and it it changed a lot of people's arguments because a lot of a lot of people 
would have been like, oh, women can't play at the same speed, they can't play in the same skill, blah, blah, blah. They played with speed, with skill, yeah. they knew what they were doing, they were coached to it to, to the nth yeah. degree, which yeah. is what a lot of them women's teams didn't have who played in the World Cup, they didn't have the coaching. And you could see what happened when a women's team got the coaching, got the time, got the money put into mm-hmm. it, you could see exactly what they could be. Yeah. I think as an indictment of, of women's football, it was fantastic. Yeah. And that's why I think they should be getting paid the most, is because they're doing so much to further women's football. They really are. And the same with a lot of WSL teams now. You're watching these these players, and you're like, these are fantastic players yeah. playing at the top level, and and you you can't ignore that for me. I think it was it was um, Ashton Harris who was a goalkeeper for the USA women, and she plays for Orlando Pride as well. I'm not sure of it word for word, but she said something along the lines of, "We're not wanting more money because we want more money. Yeah. We want what we're worth." Yeah, and like ultimately, the worth. Probably the probably more than the men are to be yeah. honest. Simply base it on for the American fact that football, yeah, American the f- soccer. Like sorry. the fact that they've won back to back World Cups is like amazing, and they were in the final in two thousand eleven yeah. as well. So yeah. they could, it could have been three. It could have been three World Cups they could have. Hundred percent. I mean, if I think about the MLS. I think I. I mean, look. I know the levels getting better. Like it's stepped. It's pr- stepped up massively this season. The MLS. But what I when I think about the MLS men's US soccer, mm-hmm. it is basically where good Premier League players go at the end of the career, yeah. and it's on the same level. It's not on the same level as China for me, but it's around that level in terms of the best players go there when they're no longer the best, and then they become the best again. If that makes yeah. sense. And then when I think about American women's football, I think, okay, these are the top level. These are the, the, the very top of, of women's football. Yeah. Well, and also, like, they do they do, do women's soccer well in America because yeah. uh, for the for Portland, their average attendance last season at a home game was twenty over 20,000 people. That's like, that's amazing. Yeah. The, men, the men were getting a little bit higher attendance. Yeah. I think it was, like, 23,000 or something for them. So they do get... In some teams, you do get high attendance. That's mm-hmm. fair enough, but you've just got to look at like what what they've won in in between that as well. Yeah. But then also, US soccer are trying to be clever about it and asking for um, the women's like taxes and stuff like that. Yeah. And like, do you want to know? So say for example, Alex Morgan's a Nike athlete. Do you want to know what she earns off Nike? Because they're saying, well, you get this much off us plus your Nike. Whatever is the same amount as this men's player gets. Doesn't matter. That's a load of rubbish. Doesn't you're clever. Matter. You're clever asking for that. It's a really clever way to do it. Yeah. But it's just a load of rubbish. Yeah, and no. I'm pretty sure the women are just gonna turn around and go, "You can happily have everything that you want." You can have it, but we still want to get paid yeah. independently of our own sponsorships because we're really good athletes. They, they, they. Do fair play I mean? to USA as well. They signed the started this lawsuit like three months before the World Cup yeah. even started they could have gone out in the group stages yeah. and then they'd be sitting there thinking oh yeah, like, they've gone out there and do? gone right here's what we're but worth. they haven't they've gone right we're suing you and by the way we've just, we're going to go and win our fourth yeah. World Cup as well yeah. and they did it and now US are probably sitting there looking cheapish yeah. at, at some points as well I think it's brilliant so I mean I don't know how much I think I think they've got to go to a hearing which is, isn't until, like, May next year, because they tried to do it, like, behind closed doors, but yeah. US suck or whatever, none of it, so... Yeah. It's it's actually going, like, it's a fully-fledged, like, thing now. Good. So, Let it be and uh, put more pressure on, on, on the people behind the scenes. Yeah, opinion. exactly. Um, Phil Neville, then. I don't like him. Okay, that's the end of that, then. Um. <laughs> no, listen. Um, he did an interview with uh, FIFA, I'm not sure... I think I seen it on Monday. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it was either came out Sunday or Monday. Um... He says that the Women's World Cup was the best 52 days of his career. Yeah. I don't know whether he was talking about management or football and career as a whole. Yeah, probably management. I'm, I'm probably thinking management, but then who else has he managed? That's what I mean. So that, that's probably why. Did he go to Valencia with Gary? But maybe. Yeah, not Rossish. Yeah, so, so I they mean... Didn't they, they didn't have a good there, time there, did they? There. I think, look, England were really good in that World Cup. Yeah. And again, I'm speaking about the, the, the USA team. England were, England were really good as well. There's some, like, Ellen White scored and really important goals and yeah. Steph Houghton having a fantastic, like, centre-back showing. Mm. I mean, I know she, ultimately it, it ends in a bit of a heartbreak for yeah. her, but she was really, really good. Um, and uh, Jill Scott, 
fantastic in the yeah. middle as well. I think there were there was obviously we know we know about like Nikita Paris and players like her and stuff like that who were showing showing the skills in the WSL beforehand. But it, for me, it was nice to see. Like I actually cared about this England team, which is weird. I don't care about yeah, the England men's, but I actually cared about the women's it's team. It's weird because I had the exact same feeling because I, I I didn't pay a blind bit of interest to England men, yeah. and I've obviously I've, I've had an interest in women's football for a couple of years and yeah. sort of dropped off like when I left school and whatever. But then when I picked it back up, I learnt more about England women in the space of like a week yeah. than I ever than like I ever knew before, and that's just because you want to take it in just because something really good's happening. But then he also said he wishes he could go back to that semi-final against USA. And yeah. I think we all do, Phil. I think we, you know, we'd all like, like to come away with the win on that. Because I think ultimately we we could take it to the Netherlands in that final. Yeah. The way they played wasn't their best. Yeah. And if they played against, you know, we could take chances against them. But obviously looking back at it now, Steph Horton does, Alison Nair saves that penalty just, Great save. Yeah. It was a it was a bad pen to it be honest. Pen, yeah. It was really a bad pen. But looking at that squad, if you can remember the starting eleven that was on the field, who else would who else would have took that penalty? Well, Ellen White got it, didn't she? She won she it. She won yeah. the penalty, and I yeah. think she she had so much confidence in that as well. Did, did she get did she got a goal ruled off? She yeah, so her big toe was offside. You know what I mean. So yeah. she she was on the cusp of of, of getting goals. Constantly, she was scoring really important goals, and I think you let her stand up and take that. Mm. She buries it for me. Um, I know Nikita Paris is there was the usual. I'd, I'd give it to Paris. So she scores in the opening game against Scotland from the penalty, really well taken pen. Yeah. She then misses two more, I think, after that, and she's she's taken off it. I think much more of a confidence thing, cause, or whatever. But. Steph Steph Horton does take free kicks. She does. She has took penalties for us. She is good from set pieces. Yeah. So it, well, I wasn't really that surprised when she first stepped up. But then thinking about it, Ellen White's a shout. Palace is a shout. Yeah. Lucy Bronze is a shout. Yeah. Um, who else? Jill Scott's even a shout. But then maybe maybe Horton just or Houghton, sorry, just thought, no, I've got it. I've got it in my locker yeah. here, and she just went she right. I'll take it. it. I'm confident here. I've had a good World Cup. I've had a good campaign with my club as well. I'm just gonna go out there and 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 just. Be the, be the hero of this game. I think I think she's more stepped up because she's gone right. I'm captain. Yeah. I've got to be the leader of this yeah. team. I'll I'll take I'll take the heat if anything goes wrong, yeah. or I'll also take the accolades if something goes right. Yeah. Like you you think of like if she did score and then England went on to win that and you get into the final and the ultimate winner, everyone goes back to that moment in the semi final. It's like Steph Horton won England yeah. the World Cup. Yeah. That's what it would have been. Yeah. But it's also now Steph Horton lost England the World Cup. But then at the end of the day, look, it was a good save. Was it was a good save? And that, that's what happens in yeah. penalties. That's what penalties are. Obviously, it's massively in, in, the, in the attacker's favour. But when you step up for a penalty, there's a chance that a goalkeeper dives the right it's way. It's 50-50 each time. Yeah, and, and I think, I, I don't think she can be, she, she can hold her head high there. I think yeah. She, like you said, she's taken a heat and, and she's had a go and I don't think, I don't think Phil Neville will even be angry with her. None of the squad will be angry with her. She stepped up, put it one way that she thought she could tuck it away. Massive, massive bit of confidence to be able to do yeah. that. And she didn't score at the end of the day, and and yes, it's heartbreaking, and it would have been a fantastic story for England women to get all the way, and yeah. and, and hopefully have a chance at lifting it. But it happens. But then ultimately, because I lost in the final to the Netherlands, and that would have been even more heartbreaking. I it would have been so more like... heartbreaking. But I, yeah, I think I think they can all hold their heads up high, and and that's why I think Phil is saying it's the best fifty-two days of his career because. Everyone and everyone in that squad came out of that going, yeah, we could have gave got, it a good yeah, goal there. They got the backing of the whole nation as well. Yeah. It's the mo- like most viewed game and stuff like that. Like it's amazing what how many records they've broken. Do you think that. Phil Neville's gonna carry on being an England manager? <sighs> I wanted to ask you this on a podcast the other week and I didn't. I think he is, simply because the Olympics is next year. Yeah. And I think if he changed managers now, like Emma's, when we know we talked about it last week, I think he pretty much knows in his mind who he's taking, yeah, and why, yeah. And I think it'd be really harsh if he turned around and I went, Listen, Phil, we don't really, you know, we weren't happy with this, blah blah blah. And because so, it's then, well, who'd you get, yeah, yeah, who'd you get, and it, and it breaks the problem, who'd you get, who's going to be better and could ultimately turn the whole squad upside down, yeah. The, I, I'm moaning about 
England women constantly picking the same players for international duty, but that's a good that's a good group of players. Yeah, the layers. They all time. know each other. Yeah, they all you know they've all got good relationships on and off the field, and it's like, well, why would you want to disrupt something ahead of such a big competition? Yeah. I'd, I mean, I'm not the biggest Phil Neville fan. I've said on here many times that his decision-making sometimes just baffles me. Yeah. But you've got to think of what's best for the team as a whole rather than just, you know, it doesn't really matter about London and Liverpool things, does it? No, it's fair. I mean, so, it does matter. I London. mean... It does matter. It's fine. You know, Phil doesn't... Phil's, Phil's not going to listen to you, but it matters. Yeah. Tweet it. I will. Tweet Adam. Does he have Twitter? Probably. Maybe he deleted it if he got too much stick. He might have done. He might have just got off. Um, finally, NWSL then. There's mm. no scores because the league's finished. Um, North Carolina Courage beat Chicago. What are you talking about, Lauren? Well, what's happened? I'm, I can't not ignore what's going on here. Someone's crawling along the floor. <laughs> so I'm just crawling along the floor getting mics. Um, so, what happened in women's football, which I think is really mad, players are literally only signed to like one year contracts. Okay. Which. I mean, I'm not sure if that's in every league, but I know for a f- Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Fact, like for example, like last season, when we said like Bradley Orkin signed at the start of last season, she was only on a, on a one year deal. Is that just monetary? I think issues? it's more. So, it sounds bad, but I think for like some clubs, it's just like you don't know if they're gonna make it. Okay. Like Yeovil, they were on. They they could oh, have in been. in terms of the club, might just. So like, if you if you sign a player to a four year deal, like. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. But I mean, I also could be wrong there because like some clubs do actually have like good financial backer. I don't know what the reason is behind it, but so the each team in the NWSL now has announced their like squad sort of for the next season. So okay. USA players, internationals, and Canadian internationals are automatically given roster spots. Okay. But then someone's someone's smart. It's weird. It's really weird. But I was trying. I've been be trying to get my head around it for days because I was reading it because they were announced yesterday. I think. Yeah. So I've been like trying to like officially announce yesterday. There's been talk. So like, Alex Morgan still gets a a contract with Orlando. Yeah. But obviously she's pregnant. She's not going to play. Yeah. But then she ultimately will play to the back end of the season because she didn't need to name her. She didn't. She didn't need to give her a contract. Which I mean, it would have been unfair if they said, "No, nah, we're not giving you a contract because yeah. you're having a baby." Like then there would have been absolute uproar. But then like players like from Australia and stuff like that are like given contract extensions. Or depending on what they already had last season, they're given like an offers on the table so like they can sign, they can't sign. It's really weird. It is. Um, you can I can see the confusion on your face. Yeah, I, I, I'm confused as well. So, so what does it mean? It basically <laughs> means that they've announced the squads and who has been given contract extension, who's been offered one, but they haven't. They haven't said the trade. No, so trades haven't happened yet. 
So you've got Tra- to wait. So so I'm so you know I said USA and Canadian international are automatically given like an, a roster spot. So you need to They can still ask for a trade. Okay. Because okay, tra- so trades yeah. can pretty much happen throughout the whole season. Okay. Which is weird. Yeah. So like, but it can. Age. But then. Lot you reckon the idea. I'm confused as well. So I really basically, am. I get it in my head, but I don't know how to explain it. Do you want to put the article oh. in the post? It's not one article, it's each individual. You just go on Twitter <laughs> and all the teams in the NWSL have tweeted a link to their official website saying who's 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 in the squad and who's not. Yeah. But then... <laughs> more. So, because there's an expansion of the league, Okay. Pl- teams are given more money that they can take up to, like, t- I think it's, like, $200,000 that's like the max they can have, and then the lease is maybe like thirty or fifty or something. So like a team can choose to take two hundred thousand and invest that in players, or they can take fifty thousand and just invest that in players. So like internationals. So okay. Orlando have already signed an Australian international, but you can only have so many internationals in your squad. It's so weird. I don't know what I'm gonna do. A video about it. Do because, a video because yeah, make make sense of it, please, uh, and then I'll watch I it. I need yeah. Because I think I've just I've probably just confused everyone. They're probably thinking, well, "What is she on about?" I reckon you can you can you can definitely make it a concise. Basically, video. they've announced the squads to say who's got con- who's been given contract extensions and who and who hasn't. But then there's the whole Sam Kerr debate because she's been given one, but they haven't said if she's signed or not. They've got round it really well. So the because she could be going to Chelsea or PSG. But no one knows yet. But no one knows. Because you can't know until December, I don't think. But apparently she's told Chicago that she wants to leave. It's a nightmare. It's a saga. Because she's not playing for Perth Glory in the W League this, this it's a winter. Saga. It is. Absolute. I'm surprised mess. I can keep the knowledge, to be honest. I know. I really am. Well. What do you mean, well? I'm going to end it now. <laughs> um, no build-up video this week because obviously there's international friendlies. Yeah. So apologies. Obviously um, there'll be content going out on the weekend. But there will be content going out on the weekend from Amy. So keep an eye out for that. Um, she'll tweet and all that when it's out. You'll know. She'll sort uh, it. But yeah, thank you for joining me, Tom. No filling problem. in. I know. What a guy. I know. Um, thanks for Ross on the ones and twos. Let's hope he's actually recorded it. Oh, I was thinking <laughs> that before, to be honest with you. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah thank you for watching and for listening to the to those of you who listen on Acast I always forget that there's just people who listen that might just listen podcast get yeah. a lot of listens actually do we? yeah oh, how'd you find that out even Analytics. I don't know that oh you have to show me in the minute when yeah. I upload yeah okay sound um, but yeah thanks for watching thanks for listening remember to like the video comment and subscribe to the channel mm. and we will see you all next week I'll definitely be here I Maybe say this every podcast. I don't know what Amy's doing with her life right now. She might be here, she might not be. Amy, comment if you're going to be here next week. Yeah. We'll know if she watches it now. <laughs> uh, yeah, but thanks for watching and we'll see you all next week with a new podcast. ta